growing up, I suffered quite a bit. I, I had some loss. So when I see a difficult secret, a struggle, for me, it gives me a sense of like solidarity. Like, you know, I was there too. We're not, we're not going through this alone. And it also, I think, is important to give people a voice and be able to tell and honor their stories. You've got some living yet to do. I won't give up on you. See these machines. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Man Talks Podcast. My name is Roger Nairn and I'm flying solo today. Our friend Connor Beaton is touring all across North America promoting the Man Talks organization, spreading the love. We're growing like weeds. So look out for us in, in your city uh, soon. I'm 65 years old and I'm seriously addicted to the Kardashians. Two weeks ago, I was placed in a psych ward for attempting to take my own life. I was sitting alone until another boy came up to me and simply said, you're not the most fucked up person anymore. For the first time in my life, I didn't feel like I was the only one struggling. This is from a brain cancer survivor. Every day I wake up and worry about my second chance at life. These are just some of the hundreds of thousands of secrets that strangers have sent to today's guest, Frank Warren. For the past 10 years, Frank Warren has been collecting and publishing other people's anonymous secrets sent via postcard on his blog, Post Secret, which to date has had over three quarters of a billion visitors, which is insane. The stories behind the postcard span the entire spectrum of human drama from tales of petty revenge to accounts of abuse and severe depression. This richness of experience, along with the secret's visual design, by now a recognizable mishmash of Americana, well-executed kitsch, and ironic arts and crafts creations, has kept the site popular through multiple waves of internet fads. Originally a local mail art project in suburban Maryland, the site has spawned several books, including The World of Post Secrets, which was released in November 2014, as well as a play, a TED Talk, which has had over 2 million views and numerous live events. Please welcome to the show today, Mr. Frank Warren. Hey, Frank, thanks so much for joining us on the Man Talks podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Oh, it's great to be with you. Uh, before we get started, we'd like to always ask our guests if they could share with us uh, a defining moment for them as a man. Well, I hate to jump into something heavy right from the start, but I think that for me, the most defining moments can sometimes be the most painful when they happen, and then they become defining afterwards and kind of life-defining and changing. I would have to go back to struggles I had with insomnia at night that really pushed me to the edge and pushed me to seek help and find ways of, of changing my behavior that worked for me so that now, in some ways, it's kind of a, a productive part of who I am in the same way that anxiety I used to have about public speaking. Um, now I've kind of befriended and, and dance with it in a way that I think it energizes my talks so that I'm more in the moment and kind of more alive when presenting. So maybe for me, it's the understanding that that trauma, if we get through it, we can sometimes develop strategies or approaches to deal with it and life in general so that ultimately we grow and embrace those things. And in some ways, they can become the best parts of who we are and what make us different and allow us to make that special mark that nobody else can. Hmm. Love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, before we, we dig right in, I'd love it if you could share with the guests, you know, what the story is around Post Secrets, uh, how, how it came about and sort of where, where it's gotten to today. Uh, Post Secrets started about 10 years ago. I had a, a boring job 
job. Uh, thank God for boring jobs because it motivated <laughs> me to do something more interesting on the weekends and after work. And so I started pursuing these little creative art projects based around postcards. And Post Secret was the third one that I did. And it just it caught fire. What I did is I, I printed up 3,000 self-addressed postcards, inviting people to write down a secret and mail it to me anonymously and decorate the card. And I handed these postcards out on the streets of Washington, D.C. at night, really not knowing what to expect. But secrets began to find their way to my mailbox, just like a slow trickle at first, a few every day, then more and more. And as they arrived, I would scan them, post them on the web. That first Sunday, I had maybe uh, 100 visitors to the website. The next Sunday, 1,000. The Sunday after that, 100,000. And soon it just spread virally across the country and around the world. And people began to buy their own postcards and make their own postcards. And I started getting these extraordinary secrets. Um, some just laugh out loud funny about these like interior jokes that people would keep to themselves. Um, painful secrets, hopeful secrets, uh, sexual secrets, family secrets. And they, they were arriving with postmarks on the back, not just from Washington, D.C., but from Texas and California, New York, Vancouver, Los Angeles, Hong Kong, Iraq. And it was then that I realized I had, had accidentally tapped into something that had been there the whole time, something I don't fully understand to this day. But 10 years later, I still get postcards every day. Uh, the full collection of confessions is over a million, and right now they're all on exhibit at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Unbelievable. And if anybody's ever seen Frank's TED Talk, which I think has over 2 million views right now, you know, there's an incredible picture of, I believe it's your wife, stacking a stack of <laughs> postcards on top of – it is literally a mountain of, of postcards. It's absolutely mind-blowing how, how many there are. Have you, I'm assuming you've kept them all? Yeah, I read every secret. I keep every postcard. I think it's a, a precious archive. And that mountain that you talk about, yeah, it's, it's taller than me. We had to build an additional room on our house to keep all the secrets when they were with us. And my wife, I kind of used that photo of her because early on in the project, when I told her about what I was doing, she didn't think it was that big of a deal. It just sounded like this weird idea. I, I promised it wouldn't last that long. Uh, but uh, a million secrets, and ten years later, uh, that's that was not the right thing to say. In fact, when she found out that our home address was going to be all over the web <laughs> on the cover of a best-selling book, she was like, "Couldn't you have used the PO box?" Right, right. <laughs> but you know, I think that decision, along with a few others, is what allowed people to really trust me with not just kind of regular secrets, but these deep, soulful confessions. You know, not not putting an ad, for example, on the website that's had over three quarters of a billion hits. That was either a smart thing to do to build relationships with strangers or a very poor financial decision. I haven't figured out yet. And then using my home address, not a PO box, and people mail their secrets to me, a, a real person, not a committee or anything like that. And I, I always share them back in a respectful way. I think it's that, that safe, non-judgmental place on the web that allows people to really talk about the things they normally never never say to anyone. But I, I think you, I mean, you, re, you just raised a good point and something that I wanted to dig in deeper uh, with our conversation is, you know, you put your, addre your address out there and, and you kind of opened yourself up to, to the world. Um, and, and, and 
in turn, everybody opened themselves up to you. And I, I think there's a certain sense of, well, there's a, a massive sense of vulnerability that is involved with every single one of these, these postcards. And I'm wondering if you can touch on that. What is the, what is the, what is the magic that happens when somebody reveals a secret? Uh, what does that, what does that look like? Hmm. Well, I kind of want to connect your question to uh, uh, man talks in general, actually, Perfect. and talk about how I think what you're doing is is really noble and important and taking a space that we don't have many places where we can have these conversations um, as men and just uh, as, as people in general. I think that in so many ways, we have to wear these these masks and play these roles, and there's always competition and consequences in a way that sometimes, especially with men, I think makes us feel that if we are speaking our truth, it, it makes us vulnerable and weak. And so I think uh, having a place for these conversations and bringing people together in a way where they can talk about the things that really matter to them, the things that can uh, allow them to understand what directions they want to make changes in their life over and how to change those behaviors and, and have the tools to make it happen. Um, I think it's a really important work. Um, with Post Secret, what I've tried to do online is create that safe, non-judgmental place where people can share. And now at live events and even at the play, uh, in, a, in a lesser degree, I think we we try and allow audience members to talk about those really significant things in their life in a meaningful way so that they can not only get it out, but others can realize that they're never alone with their secrets, with their stories. Yeah, I think there's a, um, I'd like to encourage people to participate with Post Secrets, you know, with somebody else. I think that there's something incredibly special, um, you know, sharing, you know, sharing your, your, your blog, as well as the book, uh, and myself and, and my wife went and saw one of your shows. And there's something to be uh, said about the the experience you have in sharing these secrets with one another, and and you have you it, you inevitably end up having these incredible rich conversations with one another because it sparks so much thought and and and, and conversation. Um, you know, one of the, one of the quotes that I, I, I saw you, uh, from you is that secrets are the currency of intimacy. And you know, we talked, we've just talked about vulnerability. Do you see a certain type of secret coming out that is more prevalent with men? Um, are we being open and vulnerable enough to share the really you know hard hitting uh, secrets um, or confessions? I think there's space for us to do a lot more as men in terms of seeing our secrets, sharing them, and dealing with them. I think that it's it's how we react and deal with secrets is an important part of who we are, who we what we decide to reveal and conceal every day uh, defines us in many ways. And I feel that secrets can be these things that we bury deep inside of us and try not to think about and haunt us, or they can be like gifts that we are brave enough to share with others in a way that allows us to deepen that channel of intimacy with that person and also give that other person permission to tell us one of their secrets. And the secrets from men and about men that I get um, have wonderful variety and really, I think, allow us to see uh, the richness of experience and perspective and feeling that we don't often see in our everyday lives. I've got a few here just in front of me. Can I read some? Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would really appreciate that. So this is one that's in a post-secret, the show. I was just in Toronto uh, promoting that. It's coming in May. It says, 
I think it's funny to secretly put feminine hygiene products in men's shopping carts and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because when people share a secret too, it gets a bunch of responses from other people. And so some of the responses that secret got, I can still remember. Somebody wrote, um, I think it's funny to put pregnancy tests in the shopping carts of moms shopping with their teenage daughters. (laughs) (laughs) So here's one. It says, I once wrote an X-rated letter to a boyfriend who broke up with me before I could give it to him. I gave it to my next boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just, that's just, you know, that's just smart. These are, yeah, yeah. These are little things we all do in our own way, but we think we're alone with it. This one says, I became a vegetarian as a karmic exchange for all the lives you took while in Iraq. And I've, I've got another secret in the play. It talks about, it came from a soldier saying how he misses looking at the stars in Iraq. Uh, kind of these little just peeks into people's most private lives that allow us to, I think, feel a little bit more of a connection. Yeah. And, and on that connection note, uh, you know, it again, I keep going back to there's something so powerful and, and fascinating about just you know, people's reactions themselves to the secrets, because I think that says just as much as the secret itself. Agreed. Um, it's almost like a Rorschach test. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the postcards are these very, very finite amount of space documents, little artifacts, and people have to choose their words very carefully to right. kind of convey that deep feeling and then physically let it go to a stranger. And that's just the beginning of the journey. I remember a postcard that said, my relationship has become so abusive, uh, I've lost all of my opinions. And I posted that on the web and somebody responded by saying, I didn't even know my relationship was so messed up until I basically read uh, a secret from my life articulated by a stranger saying it better than I could. And I have broken up with my boyfriend and I'm now in a much better space. And so I posted that reaction and the original poster to the secret came back and said, when you posted my confession, my boyfriend saw it on the web. Uh, We got into an argument, but we got through it. And now our relationship is better, and I think it's going to work. Wow. So sometimes you let a secret go, and it just has this ripple effect, not only in your life, but in the lives of others. And, and you, I, I can imagine you, you would never in a million years have expected this to take on such a life like this. I mean, there's an amazing uh, example that, that you talk about in your TED Talk where a young young guy had, had posted uh, something about he was going to be giving his his uh, his girlfriend an engagement ring. And, and he posted a picture and said, you know, the ring is in my pocket. Uh, and I guess she had seen this while they were rev- reviewing it every Sunday morning like they like they, you know, like they do. And uh, she ended up seeing this, and and I think I mean you could probably tell the story better, but there's <laughs> there's her, their cat is in it, and and then I love the fact that that you know there was obviously a happy ending because they they posted their own response with uh, a picture of her wearing the uh, the engagement ring, and of course the cat's in there as well. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. She was reading through the postcards on the website. He was there. His surprise proposal was the bottom one on Valentine's Day. Right. Um, just a testament to the power that secrets can have when we share them with the people close to us. And in fact, that's probably the one of the most popular secrets I get from people in general. And that is telling the story of how they're trying to find that one person uh, they can tell all of their secrets to, that they can be their whole and true and full selves. And it's you know, it's a paradox how in this time when there's so many communication technologies, there's never been more for us to connect with others. There's still such a great sense 
of, of loneliness and isolation. And I feel like there's this shame that we feel that goes along with that, that prevents us about talking about it or sometimes even doing the things that can bring us out from it. So some, some people might say that we're sharing too much. We're, you know, we're, we're posting too much on Facebook and, and Instagram and, and, and whatnot. You know, do you have anybody who, or do you have people that say this is just, this is no different? This is just another example of people kind of, sh- you know, sharing Oversharing, I guess, is the is the word. Yeah, I think there is a lot of sharing that happens online for sure. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with portraying an image of how you'd like others to see yourself, kind of showing that that best of highlight reel on Facebook, for example. Uh, and I think that the real kind of sharing has to do with telling those stories that are closest to your heart, that make you feel vulnerable. Uh, those are the most meaningful kind. Um, but the real kind of sharing, I think, has to do with taking off those masks. And I don't see that kind of sharing happening as much online as I think it could. Right. And, and, and nor do we, you know, especially with men, nor do we take off those masks in, in our one-to-one relationships every day. Exactly. In fact, before I started Post Secret, I was a volunteer on a suicide prevention hotline listening to, in some ways, people's confessions on the phone at 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. And again, there aren't that many safe places where people can have that confidentiality and won't feel judged and be able to talk to somebody who really wants to listen. But I tell you, um, I've received emails from from young people, especially uh, college students, who say the only reason I'm alive today is because my best friend or my, my professor or my RA asked me how I was doing at just the right time. And so I think in, in a lot of ways, we can make that difference in other people's lives just by being there and letting our friends and family know that if they ever need to talk, uh, we're always here. There's hope and help available. And many of the things they're going through, we've gone through too. Yeah, and that's definitely sort of one of the missions of, of Man Talks is, is that we're trying to create that space for men to have these conversations, to open up with one another, you know, to, to create a bit of a a band of brothers that you can depend on um, and, and be vulnerable with. Uh, it's it's lacking so much these days. Um, uh, so you know, uh, we you know we really appreciate guys like you that are that are doing the the, the same thing. You're giving people an opportunity to to uh, to open up. Well, that place where people feel like they can really share with others and be there to listen to others, uh, we need more of that. So I'm, I'm happy that Post Secret does it. I, I thank you for your good work. And uh, these stories can really be compelling. This is a, a secret I'm holding in my hand. It's a young man holding a sign. It says, I believe that I will change the whole world one day. I'm going to do it too. So these kind of confessions, just like all the others, are so important and can make us think about the bigger picture in life sometimes when we, we get buried by the, the details that can be so negative. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I like, I'd like to get a little bit personal with you, if, if that's okay. Uh, I, you know, I, I just heard you say that you worked on this the suicide prevention hotline, and obviously you, you take in all of these secrets, and, and a lot of them are incredibly heavy. You know, I have to know, how do you how do you absorb all of this and how do you deal with the heaviness? And, and I guess, is that a problem or, or have you, have you found the, the right tools to, um, I don't want to say slough this off because that sounds so dismissive, but mm. you know, how do you, how do you get through it all? <laughs> 
Well, when the project started, I, I, I felt like the wrong person for the job. I was this kind of boring suburban father, small business owner, uh, pursuing this, this crazy lark of soliciting secrets. Um, but now I've, I've sold my business. I spend 40 to 50 hours a week just on secrets. And I still um, am, am just excited to go to my mailbox every day to kind of see the, the gifts from the world waiting there after 10 years. It's, it's not boring to me at all. I do get emails from people who talk about how some of the postcards do feel heavy, some of the secrets they find depressing. For me, uh, growing up, I, I suffered quite a bit. I, I had some loss. So when I see um, a difficult secret, a struggle, for me, it gives me a sense of like solidarity. Like, you know, I was there too. We're not, we're not going through this alone. And it also, I think, is important to give people a voice and be able to tell and honor their stories. And so I like to focus on that. And hopefully the idea that by letting that secret go to a stranger physically, it allows the person to maybe take that next step in a journey in dealing with that part of their life that's a way that's healthiest for them. And it feels so good to let it off your shoulders. I mean, uh, you know, the the cathartic element of, of letting go of that secret. I mean, my biggest secret for the longest time was that I was struggling with depression uh, when I was in university. And on the outside, I looked like this you know, well-put-together uh, guy, but inside I was, I was struggling. And at the time, I I lived in a fraternity house and you know I love all my all my brothers but it's just not the environment where you you, you know you uh you you can you can kick and flail and and mm. struggle through life and so I felt like at the time I you know I had to keep it in and it wasn't until I finally cracked and and let it all out that I truly turned the corner and was able to seek help and and, and fix fix is the wrong word but you know find the tools to deal with, uh, with, with that struggle. You know, I just encourage people out there that if, if they have something that they need to let go of, you know, let go of it. Um, whether that's through a post secrets or whether that's through, uh, somebody close to you, um, nine times out of 10, it's going to turn out all right. And, and it's going to feel amazing. Roger, what an important message. Thanks for sharing your story. And, um, I have similar stories to yours as well. I've had to ask for hope and help. I was blind that it was always there the whole time waiting for me to reach out. I was blind to the fact that others were there to care for me, to talk. Um, I just didn't want to see them for some reason. And the more stories that, like that that we can share ourselves, the more I think we can, we can spread that light uh, to others who might be struggling under the burden of secrecy in a way in a way where it's not the secret itself that's the big deal or the problem. It's the, the, the concealment that we put around it that causes us to feel isolated and cut off from others that really is, is the biggest part of the problem. I read a, a study recently in the Experimental Journal of Psychology that said that when you harbor a significant secret like marital infidelity, for example, you physically walk around a little more slouched over. Your immunity system is lowered, so you're more likely to get sick. You're less likely to help a friend who asks for help because it feels like more of a burden. These are real physical symptoms that we, we tend to ignore. And in some ways, I hope one of the messages of post-secret is that when you see these other secrets, you realize, number one, you're not alone with your secret. And number two, it's, it's really not that big of a deal. 
once you let it out and let it go, you can see it, you can manage it, you can deal with it. But when it's inside, buried in the darkness, that in some ways is not when you're keeping that secret, but that secret's keeping you. Mm. And I, I think it's 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 fascinating to not only you know go on the site and 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 thumb through the different secrets to show that it, you know you aren't you aren't alone, but there's also this incredible community that's built around post secrets. And so I find it fascinating to to read the comments that come in you know come after the fact uh, uh, of of the secret being told, and just how many people are going through that same situation. And I feel like we, you know, we, it, it's so easy for us to talk about the negative stuff, but there's some incredibly positive secrets that have been told as well. And just to see how excited people get about, you know, the same, the same, uh, you know, the same exciting things going on in other people's lives. Do you have a, I mean, it, it's, it's probably tough for you to say this, but do, do you have a favorite? Oh, favorite secret. <laughs> um... Well, I like I like the funny ones myself. Yeah. Uh, I like one was mailed to me on a Starbucks cup. It just simply said, I serve decaf to customers who are rude to me. <laughs> so it makes life a little more interesting to think about those little stories. But right. yeah, sometimes the emails too are just as fascinating as the secrets themselves. I got one from a girl. She said, I wrote all my secrets down on postcards. I wanted to mail them to you, Frank. But instead... I decided to leave them with the most important person in my life, my boyfriend. So before he got out of bed one morning, I slipped them underneath his pillow, and then I went off to work. And she said later that day, he showed up at my work and asked me to marry him. So the liberating power of secrets to change our lives, I think it's, uh, it's one of the most exciting parts of life when you can really unburden yourself in ways by sharing secrets the right way with, with the people you trust or in that safe space, it allows you to become more whole. It allows you to uh, become the person you're supposed to be. Right. Do you have a favorite, um, you know, most people send these, these artful uh, secrets to you on a postcard, but I know in the case of the, the Starbucks uh, employee, they had sent it to you on a, on a, on a Starbucks cup, was it not? Yeah, it was the postcard was made out of a cup. I yeah. see secrets on all kinds of uh, well, naked mail. It's called. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 hear some of the examples of of different uh, mediums that you've seen. Uh, I've had secrets mailed to me on uh, naked Polaroid pictures, <laughs> currency, um, a sonogram, a license plate, a flip flop with stamps on it, a coconut, uh, a condom wrapper. Uh, an uncooked Idaho potato to <laughs> mail. You can actually mail um, potatoes. You oh, no way. It's on an address. It's, it's legal. Yeah, huh. it's uh, crazy. So yeah. I've learned a lot through this project. Wow. Um, do you have one that's kind of haunted you or, or one that you just kind of, I, I don't want to say your least favorite, but one that you just haven't been able to, to shake? Oh, uh, there are all kinds of secrets that allow us these, these interesting peaks into people's lives. Here's one that says, when I was a young teenager, I used to babysit my next door neighbor's son. When he was asleep, I would go into their bedroom and go through their bedside drawers. I found a packet of condoms. I put a pin through the middle of each of them and thus ensured myself another five years of babysitting. Oh, God. And here's one on top of it. It's got a. There, I mean, there's a perfect example of the one where you just kind of think to yourself, what is going on in that person's life? <laughs> oh, for sure. And it, yeah. it makes you realize how kind of interesting the world is. And there's all these fascinating stories spinning out in people's lives that go unseen. It's it's almost like 
the dark matter in the universe that makes up like 95% of everything that we cannot see. We only know it's there because of the effect it has on, on other bodies through gravity and such. I think our behavior is the same way. We just see the surface level. I'm thinking of a, I think I'm thinking of a spin-off, a spin-off product for your spin-off concept, and it's sort of behind the secret. Behind the secret and, and you know, I, story. Yeah. I could see, I could see sort of a documentary style, but maybe we, maybe, maybe we tie in a bit of a, you know, we'll have a psychologist who's kind of in the background explaining people's. Yeah. You know, anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll workshop it with you. <laughs> you could definitely run on. I mean, a lot of these postcards are like the first sentence to a novel. Here's one that says, "I put lipstick on my boss's shirt so his wife would think we're having an affair, even though we're not." Whoa. This one from my, from my guy, this one's kind of sobering. I'll never forgive myself for letting my girlfriend get an abortion. Wow. Wow. This is on a, a receipt slip from a church. And it says, I always overpay my tithing. It's my feeble attempt to make up for constantly screwing up other areas of my life. Oh. There's, there's one on your site right now that I absolutely love. It says, I use the Visa gift card from my super conservative, semi-estranged relatives to, do to donate to Bernie's campaign. <laughs> right. Love it. I bet that person's not the only one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Where do we go from here? Uh, <laughs> where does, where does this, how does this evolve? Where does this, you know, where does this go next? I know, I know you're, you're currently um, you're on a bit of a, on a bit of a world tour, you're, you're doing the live shows. Um, you know, what's, what's new, what's, what's on the horizon. And then have you thought about how, if, it, if, if does this ever wrap up, does this, is there an end, end goal? Is there a, is there a horizon that you're, you're striving towards? Well, I continue to travel and talk about the secrets and stories behind them and, and listen to other secrets live at post secret live events. And we have post secret, the show that's, uh, in Toronto. Um, just finished a 25-city tour in the U.S. Uh, the postcards themselves are exhibit at the uh, Smithsonian in D.C. And I'm working with a museum in San Diego now to kind of have a regional San Diego secret type project. So that's kind of in the planning stages right now. That's We're getting some feedback from the post-secret community about that as well. Um, there are some other projects I, I can't talk about too much yet that, that are going on in film and television but I don't I, tell me. Don't tell me you stole my idea. Well, it's it, there's something's going to maybe you are more inspirational than you think. In this area. <laughs> awesome. Something's going to come out, and then you'll think that we we based it on your yeah your exactly. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. But I, I, I <laughs> think that secrets are inexhaustible, and oh, yeah. they'll always keep coming. And I just feel so fortunate that somehow I've been able to earn the trust of strangers from around the world. And as long as I don't screw it up. Um, I, I'll continue to be that safe place where people can share. You, well, I think the world is uh, is um, you know grateful for the work that you're doing, and and you've you've really tapped into something so powerful and incredible. And this community you've created is is what the world is what the world needs. I think um, it's it's incredibly uh, incredibly powerful. Um, Frank, if 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 our listeners wanted to learn more about you or reach out to you, what's what's the best way that they can do that? Sure. There's uh, the Post Secret website at postsecret.com, a uh, bunch of secrets every Sunday. There are six Post Secret books. And if people want to get involved with that San Diego project, they can uh, email me at frank at postsecret.com or email me about anything uh, or uh, mail a secret on a postcard. Perfect. And what's the address? Oh, 13345 Copper Ridge Road, Germantown, Maryland, 
20874. I think that's right. Um, yeah. It's all over the web on the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Frank, thank you so much for joining us on the Man Talks podcast. And thank you to our amazing listeners out there. Um, please join us next week for another inspiring conversation with an in- inspiring man. Thank you so much. Thank you.